Show me the science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, Luke O'Neill here and welcome yet again to my show, Me the Science Podcast. And as ever, I'm here to help you and I wonder where you're listening. You might be out for a walk, you might be in bed. Often, I've been told, my podcasts help people sleep. Not a bad thing, you know. I'll try and make my voice a bit softer to help you sleep if it does help you get to sleep. But you're very welcome anyway and I hope you enjoy them. Now, this week... Guess what? Christmas is coming. That's if Owen gets this produced in time for Christmas because he's a bit lazy. But certainly, let's hope this comes out before Christmas. The Christmas story, guess what this is going to be? Should you buy a cat or a dog for Christmas? If you're thinking of buying a pet for someone, maybe you have a child in the house who wants to have a pet. Maybe you want to get a pet yourself. And strangely enough, there's science behind whether you should be a dog or a cat owner. There's also a lot of stuff out there on the personalities of dogs and cats. Now, it's a bit sort of unscientific, some of this, I must admit. But hey, it's Christmas and we can kick back a little bit, can't we? It's nearly Christmas anyway. We can kick back a bit and maybe this wouldn't be as stringent as some of the more scientific uh, podcasts I've done. But still, I hope you find this interesting. Now, what they've done is, and I get this, they've done a massive survey, first of all, to see if a dog owner, a dog lover, shall we say, has a particular type of personality and does that personality differ to a cat owner? Now, it's interesting anyway, isn't it, as a scientific thing? But if you're going to think of buying a dog or a cat, you can go online and do a test to see if your personality is consistent with being a cat or a dog owner. And it's interesting anyway, isn't it? In other words, what they're kind of saying is whether you're a cat or a dog owner might say a lot about your own personality. And the latest study is a scientist by the name of Delgado. He's in the University of California, Davis, which is a very famous part of the University of California. I know scientists in Davis over the years, and that's where he works. And he's obviously a psychologist, actually, and he's been getting lots of data on cat and dog owners. He's been assessing their personalities and trying to figure out if you can sort of link the personality to whether you should be a cat or a dog owner. Now, he He's used five personality traits, if you will, in this study. Now, many psychologists try to determine different personalities. And you'll all be aware of some are extroverts, some are introverts, and so on. But he's used five. Openness is the first one. Now, by the way, Owen is a negative on all five of these. Openness, no, Owen. Conscientiousness, definitely no. Extroversion, no. Owen's a bit of a weirdo. He never comes out much. Um, agreeableness, definitely not. And neuroticism, he scores high on that. So, so it's not clear if Owen should be a cat or a dog owner. But there are the five traits anyway, right? Now, if you look at those five traits and you ask cat lovers and dog lovers and so on, can you link the traits to whether you're a cat lover or a dog lover? Now, cat lovers, they score high on the openness scale and the neuroticism scale, right? Now, by the way, this is on average, and I hope people don't get annoyed, but cat owners are inclined to be a bit more open in their personality, and they're a bit neurotic. Now, what neurotic actually means is a bit anxious, I suppose, and a bit uptight, as the Americans say. Uh, Dog owners are inclined to be extroverts and more agreeable, right? Now, again, if you look at the numbers on that, and remember, science is all about numbers, the effects aren't great. So, 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 you know, for, so for example, uh, a cat or a dog person, right? Uh, dog people are 11% more likely, say, to be extrovert than a cat owner, right? 
So that's, that's one number that's come out of this, you see. Or 13% more likely to be agreeable. So they're not huge effects, but still, this study was sufficient to say there is a statistically significant trend in that direction. Now, you'd wonder why. Why would dog owners be inclined to be more extrovert than cat owners? Is it because they're drawn to dogs and dogs are inclined to be more extrovert than cats, maybe? But this seems to stack up that this particular trait correlates with if you're the dog or a cat owner. And it kind of agrees with previous studies, which is always nice to see. And, and um, Delgado, when I read into a bit, he cites other studies and says, yes, his, his work is consistent with smaller studies. Uh, the other thing that was shown, by the way, in previous studies, apart from the things I've told you about in, in, with this study, dog people are inclined to be more dominant. Now, what does that mean? Well, they'll dominate the conversation more. And we all know people like that, don't we? You never get me doing that. So dog people are more dominant than socially. And cat lovers are a bit more passive is the word, maybe, I guess. Uh, the other thing is that there's a gender difference here. Cat lovers are inclined to be more likely to be women. Whereas dog lovers are inclined to be more like men rather than women. Now, again, that's statistical. And lots of women love dogs as well, of course, to do. But there's a trend in that direction. So the, overall, the studies are pointing to these personality traits correlating with these different things. Now, the other thing that they, they, they've done in this study, and again, I came across um, the Delgado. If you read these papers, if you're you know, like me, if you're a scientist, you'll read the discussion and that leads you into other things. You can go down rabbit holes not cat or dog holes. Of course, animals definitely have different traits in terms of personality. And one thing that Delgado tries to discuss is if your personality trait is consistent with the animal, if you know what I mean. So, for example, cats are inclined to be a bit aloof is a word you might use for cat personalities. They're a bit mysterious, aren't they? And some people quite like that. So maybe the cat owners are a bit like that as well. Whereas dogs are inclined to be a bit more boisterous, shall we say. So again, the owner might be drawn to the personality of the animal. And who knows? Maybe owning a cat or a dog promotes these personality traits in us. So there could be kind of a a feedback effect there that we begin to pick up the traits of the animals that we love, you see, which is another strange thing to think about. But certainly any cat or dog owner will tell you there are these traits in in these animals as well. And remember, as I said, you can go online now and you can test your own personality in terms of whether you should be a a cat or a dog owner is the overall idea here now um, as I say the effects are are, are not huge but they exist and that's that's, uh, scientifically proven it kind of if you like now what's also came out of these studies not not just the um, the one I'm mentioning but one or two other studies is 25% of people in studies love dogs and cats equally if you ask a pet owner uh, do you prefer dogs to cats or vice versa 25% don't have a preference now we're all animal lovers hopefully and you know it's a great thing isn't it to have pets like dogs and cats very important for us uh, so 25% love both 15% don't like either right now what's wrong with those people you might think bah is what I would say to that because you've got to love a dog or a cat haven't you but 15% say they don't like cats or dogs and then the rest will have a preference in equal measure for a cat or a dog so that's come out of these studies as well so overall then you have these different preferences and then the other thing I came across in this was this notion of these pets having different personalities and, and different traits and so on and is there an upside to owning a dog or an upside to owning a cat. Now, in this part of the thing, there's a thing called the doggy upside, they call it. Isn't that a great phrase? So dog, the doggy upside is loyalty. Dogs are inclined to be very loyal. The doggy downside is they need to be trained, as we all know. Cats don't really need training. They might need to be house trained, of course, but overall, cats are a bit more independent. The catty upside, low maintenance, which can be a good thing. So take that into account if you're thinking on buying a cat or a dog for Christmas. But of course, the downside is they can be standoffish. 
whereas dogs are inclined to be more affectionate. Mind you, in those studies, they get a range of behaviours as well. Some cats are very affectionate, you see. So again, this is kind of an, uh, an average thing. The other thing that uh, I came across that was interesting as well was uh, when a dog grins, it doesn't mean it's, doesn't mean it's happy. It means it's submissive. So grinning is kind of a submissive response. And some humans are like that. If you see a human who's grinning, it can be to say, oh, hang on, I'm backing off. I'm going to be submissive. So, so dogs that grin, that's a sign of, of a submissive trait. Cats, when they flutter their eyelids, uh, that means they trust you. Now, how the hell they spotted that, I don't know, but that's in this publication as well. And it seems reasonable. So if you see your cat fluttering its eyelids, it means it's trusting. There is a trait within the cat. So again, interestingly, different traits in different animals. And as I say, there's always a range in these things. Anyway, and then the last thing I want to tell you about is rabbits. Let's never forget rabbits. They make adorable pets as well. They're soft and cuddly. Many people have rabbits. And guess what? They're now trying to find out if rabbit owners, people who prefer rabbits as their favourite pet, have certain personality traits as well. Now, the thing scientists get up to, isn't it ridiculous at one level? But still, science knows no boundaries. We love curiosity and we love trying to find out things, don't we? So at the end of all this, and the studies are still ongoing, it may well be that a rabbit owner will have a certain set of personality traits different to a dog owner and different to a cat owner. And who knows, those traits might be reflected in the animals that we love as well. And different animals having different traits. And again, this notion of a positive feedback effect will be there as well. So as I say, Christmas is coming. Maybe go online. Try to figure out if you're thinking on having a cat or a dog or buying a cat or a dog for a loved one. Try to get them to do the personality test. You might do it as well. And then decide whether you should have a cat or a dog based on these different personality traits. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Get whatever you like, really. (laughs) Let's put it that way, you know. Let's not have any biases here. It's wonderful to have pets. They bring so many benefits to us. Lots of studies, by the way, showing the cats or dogs are wonderfully beneficial. They help our mood. You know, all kinds of things. They give us something to focus on. So remember, they're very beneficial and we look after them as well don't we it's a wonderful relationship between us and our pets so there you have it the science of cat and dog owners in terms of personality and thanks as ever for listening and of course my podcast is available for download every thursday and it's a news talk production